Hello, queen. You have a story to tell, and I want to help you tell it. Why? Because you matter. You are enough. You are loved, and you are worth it. I'm Tonya, best-selling author, coach, speaker, and realtor. We are all born, and ultimately, we will all eventually expire. And those are two dates that we have no control over. But that dash in the middle is ours to own. Up until a certain point in our lives, most of our story is written for us and colored by our experiences, the opinion of others, and our viewpoint of ourselves, or lack thereof. But when we get a glimpse of who God actually created us to be, we no longer settle for less than his best for us. We don't just go through the motions or casually spend our time. Life becomes more intentional, focused, and we show up fully present, unapologetically and authentically as ourselves. We start to write our own story from that point forward, positively impacting those around us and ensuring that we make our dash of life count. The journey of you is just that. It's your journey to purpose and how you are making your dash of life account. Being equipped to know who you are in Christ, empowered to embrace just being you, and encouraged to know that God's got you and you can walk in the plans he has for you. Here's your host, Tonya D. Bennis. Good morning, Journey of You community. How is everybody doing today? I wanted to talk about the importance of having a vision for your life and where you're headed, because every decision that you make is pointing you in a specific direction. And you've got to weigh the pros and cons of every decision, because there are consequences, good and bad, for every decision that you make. And you've got to know where you're going so that you're not just spinning your wheels. And I want to start off by going over Habakkuk 2, verses 2 through 3, which says, Then the Lord answered me and said, Write the vision and make it plain on tablets, that he may run who reads it. For the vision is yet for an appointed time, but at the end it will speak, and it will not lie. Though it tarries, wait for it, because it will surely come. It will not tarry. That means that God has plans for each and every one of us, and he knows our end from the beginning. And most oftentimes he'll show us in a dream or in a specific scripture exactly where he wants us to be. But he doesn't tell us how we're going to get there. It might be a prophecy through a pastor. It might be at a conference that you hear a word that just confirms in your spirit that you're like, oh my goodness, I know that that word was just for me. But then it seems like you got that word today and maybe a year has passed. 10 years have passed, five years have passed, 20 years, and it hasn't come to pass. And you're kind of just like, oh, well, okay, maybe I heard wrong. Maybe I was wrong. But you've got to go back and think about even the people in the Bible. When God told Abraham he was supposed to have a son, I want y'all to think about this. I don't know if you've ever thought about this story, but he told Abraham that he was going to be the father of many nations and that his descendants would be as numerous as the sand on the seashore, the stars in the sky. And years pass. And how do you know several years passed? Because Ishmael um, was uh, Abraham's son and he came from Hagar. And that was where Abraham and Sarah got together and decided that God was taking too long to fulfill his word and his promise. So they decided to take matters in their own hands. And so Sarah was like, go be with Hagar. She'll give us a child, you know, and we can go forward from there and, you know, make this plan work ourselves. And so when Hagar realized she was pregnant, all of a sudden, 
she was kind of like had her nose at Sarah, like she was better than her because she was able to give Abraham a child and Sarah wasn't. And so it put those two at odds. And Abraham loved Ishmael, obviously, because that was his son, but he wasn't the promised seed. It didn't happen the way that God intended for it to happen. They did it on their own. And of course, consequences came with that. And so it came to a point that Sarah wanted Ishmael and Hagar to be gone. And Abraham was grieved by that thing, but he wanted to honor his wife. And the angel of the Lord came to him and said, honor what your wife has told you. I'll still take care of your son, but honor what she said. And so Abraham had to send Hagar and Ishmael away. And later, even after that, finally, Sarah conceived Isaac. And, you know, Abraham and Sarah had Isaac and he was their promised son and were all the nations came from after that. But Isaac and Ishmael were always at odds. To this day, they are at odds. But what is so powerful in that is that God gave that word to Abraham, which again was the end from the beginning, so that Abraham could hold on through all those hills and valleys and mountaintops and you know low places where maybe it wasn't coming to pass. And he might've felt like giving up hope but he still had that word to hold on to. And even when he tried to do it himself, he still had that word that God gave him. That's what happens. God gives you a word so that you can have hope and hold on until it comes to pass so that you can believe him at his word. So even when doubt comes in, when you're having trouble believing, when the enemy is throwing everything at you to try to get you to not believe God, You've got that word to hold on to because God is not man that he could lie and his word does not return to him void. And so when God gives you a word, you have to trust and believe that it's going to come to pass. Even if you don't know how, even if you can't see it, even if it seems impossible, because with God, all things are possible. So you've got to be able to know in your belly, in the depths of your soul, that what God said is coming to pass. You don't know how, you don't know when, but you know that it's coming to pass at the appointed time. That is the point of it. You've got to wait for it because once God's like, yep, today's the day, it's going to happen. And there's not anything that one person on this work earth or in this world can do to stop it from happening. And so I want you to think about that, the depth of that. Think of the words that God has given you. What promises has he spoken to you or revealed to you even in his word that you've been holding on to that maybe you pushed on the back burner? Maybe you let go of it. Maybe you forgot about it. God wants you to remember what he said to you so that you can continue to pursue it. But he wants you to chase after him more than the thing that he promised you. It can't be that you care more about that destination that you're trying to get to than you do about the journey that's going to take you there and the character that he's building in you and the person he wants you to become so that when you do reach that destination, you can handle it. God's always got to remain first. He's always got to be your top priority more than the promise more than that specific thing you're waiting on, more than that set destination you're trying to get to. He's got to remain number one because he already told us he's a jealous God and we'll have no other God before him. And so even when he gives us that promise, it can't be the be all end all. That's the only thing that we care about. Nothing else matters. We're going to do whatever we can to make it happen in our own time. That's where we mess up and get thrown off track and prolong it because we're trying to do it in our own way. And God just steps back and waits until we're ready. When what we want is him more than anything else, that's when the door opens. When it doesn't matter if that thing comes right now today 
or 15 or 20 years from now, we're still holding on to him and believing him at his word and still waking up every day and knowing that it's a gift and operating in the purpose and the exact instruction that he's given us to do. And so keeping that in mind, I want you to think about when was the last time that you really looked at yourself and thought about the good things about you, the positive things that you're doing, the things that God has deposited into you and equipped you with to achieve everything that he called you to do. I don't think that we do that often enough. You can easily list out all the negative things, your weaknesses, the things you don't like about yourself, but how often do you actually focus on the strengths and the good things that God has placed in you? So there are a few things that I want to give you today um, while we're meeting just to encourage you and help you to start thinking about that. So one, I want you to get a piece of paper and notate where you are getting it right. Write down where you are progressing, where you're able to move forward, and where you're seeing changes in your life. There are several different areas. You've got spiritually, financially, physically, mentally, emotionally, relationally, mentally. Like you want to write down each of those areas and write where you're getting it right. Like, what are you doing well? Are you saving consistently? You know, are all your bills paid on time? Well, both of those go under financial. You're doing well on that. Emotionally, is your attitude staying pretty consistent? Or do you have a lot of high highs and a lot of low lows? Write it down where you're getting it right. Oh, you had more good days than bad this last week. Okay, write it down. You've got to notate those things because one, you're writing the vision. You're able to look at that and see it and see that, wow. I actually am doing pretty good in these areas. I still need to work here, but this is where I'm progressing. It'll also help you see what areas you do want to work on and progress in and what areas that you want to maintain that you're doing well. Secondly, you've got to express gratitude for how far you've come. Think about where you were at when you found Jesus. How, what mode were you in? What type of person were you? How have you changed since then? Yes, we've all sinned and fallen short. We've all got work to do. We're all works in progress. But you're not who you used to be. And you aren't yet who God has created you to become, but you are on your way there. And so you want to express gratitude for that. Express gratitude for the gift of life, for having breath in your lungs and a beat in, the heart, in your heart, and just for even your relationship with God. Like there are so many things that you can express gratitude for. And the more you're expressing gratitude, the less you're complaining. That actually uplifts your attitude. It helps you to be more positive as well as increases the positivity of the people around you and the things that you draw to you. Because the things that you focus on are the things that you're attracting to you. Because as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. Proverbs 23, 7. It's the whole basis of the journey of you. You've got to be able to see yourself the way that God sees you. So number one, you're going to notate where you're getting it right, where you see yourself progressing and moving forward. Number two, you're going to express gratitude for how far you've come. Number three, you need to plan out your next steps, your desires or your ideal scenarios for each and every one of those areas. This is going to help you be laser focused um, during the tough times. It's going to help you to eliminate distractions and allow you to see clearly where the enemy is trying to attack so that you can fight back. Because then you know that, okay, I've already written down that, you know, in six months, I plan to be doing ABC or in the next three months, I'm going to focus on this. So that was when all of a sudden 10 people are calling your phone, asking you to be a part of this committee and to come to this party and to be part of this social thing or get in this social circle. And usually you're like, yes, 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 yes. 
But now it's like, nope, for the next 90 days, I'm, I'm focusing on growing my business or for the next 90 days, you know, I'm going to be exercising more and trying to lose weight. So no, I can't go with you to go to the ice cream store once a week or, you know, have a weekly, you know, date at the candy store. You're able to say no to those things because now you have a vision and you know where you're going. That's why it says write the vision and make it plain that he may runs who reads it. That is talking about you as well. It's not so that everybody else can read your vision and they go run with it. It's so that you yourself can run with it because sometimes you may be the only one who sees that vision. Sometimes there's a vision that God gives you that's just for you. There may be a certain time that you're supposed to share it. And when you're supposed to connect with other people, absolutely, so that you can continue moving forward in it and they might have the resources that you need. But there are some moments in time that God only wants to focus on you and him. He doesn't need anybody else's opinion or any other naysayers coming around and getting you off course. He needs you to be fully focused and locked into him. So if you're able to write those things down and notate where you're progressing and then notate where you're trying to go and give thanks in between, then you're able to get to where God's trying to get you to go because your focus is on him and becoming whole in him and becoming who he created you to be. That way, when you arrive there, that thing doesn't become your God because God is your first and foremost focus because he said that we're supposed to love him with all our heart, mind, body, and soul, no matter what the destination is we're trying to get to because it's all in God's timing. So you don't know when you're going to reach that destination anyway. So you have to enjoy the journey along the way and focus on the things that you're doing right and where you are right now and where you're trying to go and giving thanks in the good times and the bad times, the happy and the sad, in those moments where you're getting it right and in those moments where you're getting it wrong. Because God is with you every step of the way and he's not going to lead you, leave you where he found you. So that's what I want you to work on and focus on this week. It's making sure that you notate where you are getting it right, expressing gratitude, and then writing down where you want to be. This is where you're at today. Where do you want to be three months from now, six months from now, a year from now? You don't even have to go further than that right now. I just want you to focus on three months, six months, and 12 months. Where would you like to be in those increments of time? And what are the steps that you want to do to take you there? So let's pray. Lord, we thank you so much for your word. We thank you, Father, for your directions and instruction. We thank you that we can go to your word, which is truly your love letter to us, that gives us instruction for what you want us to do each and every day of our life, Father, first and foremost, to bring people into the kingdom and to bring you glory, Father, to help people to know Jesus so that they can have life eternally with you. We know that is our number one purpose, each and every one of us, before anything else. We thank you for the individual purposes that you've given each and every one of us of how we're to walk that out, Father, to express your love and to be an extension of you and be the hands and feet of Jesus. So we thank you, Lord, that you're going to help us to flip the script, to be able to see who you've called us to be and to see ourselves the way that you see us, Father. We thank you that we're going to be able to take out the complaints and instead replace it with gratitude to be able to give you praise and honor and glory and give thanks for each and everything that you're doing for us, Lord, big and small. All of it matters. We thank you that we're going to be able to write the vision and make it plain so that we're able to run after it, Father, to run after you and towards the things that you've called us to do. We thank you that your promises are yes and amen, and that you are not man, that you cannot lie, that your word will not return to you void. So we thank you, Father, for this community, Lord. We thank you for each and every person under the sound of my voice. We pray that you be with them, Lord, that you help them, Father, 
to open their eyes, remove the blinders, help them to see clearly, Lord, so that they are able to write it down, Father, and be able to start shifting their mindset of who you say that they are, Lord. We ask these things in your sweet son, Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I would love to continue the conversation. Please head over to the journeyofyou.net. Um, we've actually got courses that will talk to you about thinking with purpose. We're working on the Journey of You course that's about to be launched shortly so that you can actually walk through your own journey of becoming who God created you to be. So please join the community, talk with other women. Each of us are sharing our story in there and what our journey has been like. And we'd love to be an encouragement and help to you. And of course, have you continue to encourage and uplift us as well, because we're all in this together. Remember, this is your journey. It's where your life begins. Thank you so much for tuning into today's show. I hope that you feel equipped, empowered, and encouraged to just be you authentically and unapologetically. No more merely just existing from day to day. It's time to get your joy back. It's time to remove the mask and uncover the real you. It's time to become who God created you to be and make your dash count. If you're ready to get unstuck and move forward in your God-given purpose, you can start right now. Today is the day. Head over to thejourneyofyou.net forward slash get unstuck. Again, that's thejourneyofyou.net forward slash get, G-E-T, unstuck, U-N-S-T-U-C-K. And begin your journey to just be you, be whole, and be free. Remember, this is your journey. It's where your life begins.